Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome to At Your Service on X. Brad Young in this evening after the rained-out Cardinals game. I'll be with you till 11 o'clock this evening, and uh, we're going to be doing a, a special interview at 9.17 this evening. But after that, phone lines are open, uh, text lines are always open, 314-436-7900. Uh, you know, normally I'm the legal analyst, but uh, tonight I will be at your service, going through the news of the day, and uh, and also, you know, listen, there's no secret here. I'm going to be talking, ironically, to Ryan Recker at uh, right after the 9:15 break this evening. You know, Ryan, of course you do. If you listen to Camo X, you know Ryan Recker. You know Carol Daniel, you know Bo Matthews. And all three have started on yesterday, literally yesterday, with St. Louis Talks from 11 to 2. So we're going to check in with Ryan, see what it's like for him, you know, getting up in the morning, uh, actually having dinner with his family, uh, going to bed at a decent time. These are the burning questions, my friends, that St. Louis wants to have answered. And so knowing that, I went straight to the horse's mouth. Forgive me, Ryan, for that metaphor. But we're going to talk to Ryan tonight, uh, right after the break, to find out how he's doing with St. Louis Talks. You know, it was funny. Last night, I don't know if you do this, but I've done this for years, where I'll watch the game on TV, but I'll actually turn on Camo X to listen to it. Uh, because it's it's much better from my perspective. Whenever you hear, uh, you, whenever you hear uh, John Rooney calling the game, so I like to do that. But anyway, I'm watching the game last night with the sound off, and all of a sudden, and if you watch the game or even heard John Rooney talking about it on the air at uh, in during the Mets game last night, the whole place goes dark, and it goes dark not for very long, probably. 15 seconds, I mean, 20 seconds at the most, probably 15 seconds, not very long. But what was interesting from my perspective is I'm, I'm getting up this morning, I'm on the treadmill, and I'm watching the Today Show. And the Today Show, I don't know if they know where St. Louis is, but if they do, they really don't talk about it, uh, other than when the McCloskeys were in the news. And then, of course, they knew exactly where St. Louis was. But but on the Today Show they were they were they showed a clip from the game last night where all the lights go out 
And, of course, the only reason that they covered that story on the Today Show was why? Well, because the Mets were on the other side. And and uh, Craig Melvin on the Today Show said, well, the Mets probably hoped or wished that the lights would have stayed out for another couple of hours because they ended up losing the game to the Cardinals, which is exactly the way it should have been. So I, I just thought it was funny that the only reason that the New York mainstream media mentioned the lights going out at Bush Stadium was why? Because it impacted New York City. You know, if you ever watched, it doesn't matter, pick one, NBC, ABC, CBS, it doesn't matter. When they talk about the weather, it's always focused on the Northeast, as if that's the only part of the United States where the weather matters. I mean, it's like 90% of the weather forecast is what's going to happen in New York. Hey, New York, here's a clue. I don't care what's happening in New York. Okay. Most of the country doesn't care about the weather in New York, but they do because that's where they're located. But anyway, I just thought it was a fascinating perspective that the only reason the story got covered was because the bets were Involved. So there you have it. The other story you heard Sean Michael Lyons talking about at the top of the uh, at the news broadcast that that or Sean Michael Lyle talked about it that that uh, Kim Gardner breaking news this evening. In fact, I just I saw the breaking news as I was eating chips and salsa at a Mexican restaurant this evening. The breaking news is uh, that Kim Gardner is facing professional misconduct. And we're going to break that story down as the show unfolds. I think it's interesting, too, and I need to mention this. Changing topics completely. One of the things that I I talked about with Ryan over the last couple of weeks is, what do we do at the on Thursday nights? You know, at the end of Thursday night's show, Ryan has always played Rebecca Black's Fridays. And I've never hidden the fact that that is not one of my favorite songs, right? So the question is, should we continue to play Rebecca Black Friday at the end of Thursday night shows? And I've already got a text on this topic saying, play Rebecca Black for Ryan's intro music. Well, <laughs> so, so what I'm guessing, or at least what I'm interpreting this text message to be is, is that uh, uh, anytime we do either at your service or overnight America or whatever we end up calling this segment, we should be playing Rebecca Black Friday every time the show opens. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I can assure you that's not going to happen. But uh, later on in the show, when I open up the phone lines, uh, I'm going to be asking you, what should we play at the end of this show on Thursday night, I'll be in Thursday night of this week. I'll be filling in from 8 till 11 at your service. And uh, and I will be also asking Thursday night, should we play Rebecca Black at the end of the show on Thursday night? 314-436-7900 for your texts. Uh, no calls right now because after this break, you'll know them, you'll love them. Let's just face it, you can't live without him. Ryan Recker will be back talking to St. Louis Talks co-host Ryan Recker right after this with Brad Young at your service on KMOX. Don't just listen to the news, react to it. We are the voice of St. Louis. Everyone is welcome. Yeah. 
go. Let's see if he can still do it, Ryan. Go. Ah, uh, yeah. Do it again. <laughs> oh, what is going on? It's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday, but you know, Ryan, when you are on in the evenings, it's always Friday. I almost feel like this is, it's almost not allowed to play <laughs> Rebecca Black on a Tuesday. Well, I just couldn't miss the opportunity. Uh, Brad Young at your service and in the greatest juxtaposition in radio, I actually have the opportunity to talk to Ryan Recker. Ryan has interviewed me a thousand times over the last four years, and now the tables have turned and I get to talk to you. How's it going, my friend? It is strange to be on this side, but I'm still in my basement and producer Mike asked if I've been wearing the sweatpants jeans at work lately and I have not. (laughs) been coming to the radio station wearing that but it feels weird being in my basement right now knowing that uh, it's not my show anymore well you know I, I gotta tell you i listened to the podcast of shane hewitt's the shift in canada i actually listened to that this morning and you're talking to he interviewed you on uh, for his canadian show and you talked about trying to get away with wearing sweatpants that look like jeans uh, to the KMOX studio during the day. Have you tried that? Has it worked? Uh, how's that working out for you? Yeah, I did that one day when I was filling in. This is before the show started on the you know the midday show, St. Louis Talk. So I was on 97.1, and I was filling in for Annie Fry for the day. And I wore the sweatpants jeans to see if anyone would notice it. <laughs> and no one noticed no it. No one so noticed. So very convincing. Well, but it was super comfortable day. Yeah, well, you mentioned, I heard you mention to uh, to Shane Hewitt that the only way that you can tell that they're actually sweatpants and not jeans is if someone touches them. So I hope <laughs> no one is touching your pants while you're at work. I know, they're so comfortable. And you have to tuck the drawstrings inside <laughs> because otherwise if you see them hanging down, it's a that, dead giveaway. Oh, that's a dead giveaway. If the if the drawstrings are hanging down, you're busted, man. Uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah, funny. That's well, it. I do have to tell you, some we had somebody text in. We've had a lot of text this evening. I've only, we've only been on for a few minutes, but we've had a lot of texts. So one of them is, is that a uh, uh, person texted in and says, hey, this is my first night of waiting for my daughter to finish swim practice without Ryan. And he shows up like a methadone clinic. <laughs> so, you know, we, we just can't go more than two days without having Ryan Recker uh, in the evening. Yeah, this is kind of weird, come to think about it, to be on this side of it. But the nice thing is I still have the home studio. Nothing really changed there sure. because it was it was my equipment to begin with. And because of that, I can always hop on different shows. If you ever need me one night, I can always sneak down here. It's not like I'm doing much at this time. It's basically the wife and I are now trying to figure out what to watch or what to do this late night. She's not used to having me around this late. Yeah, she, in fact, she may end up saying, Ryan, don't you need to do something in the basement? You know, I've got my own routine I've been doing for four years. Just just head to the basement. <laughs> but no, well, but I, you, for I, old time's sake, get out just of here. For, just Go downstairs. leave. I've got my own routine. But no, speaking <laughs> of routines, now for folks who don't know, obviously, Ryan Recker's gone uh, uh, coming into the day for midday from 11 to 2 with St. Louis Talks, teaming up with 
longtime KMOX personality, Carol Daniel, and also uh, Bo Matthews. So tell me, what's your first, you know, you've just had two days of this, but how is this working out in terms of working with two other people on the air? Because you've been pretty much solo for four years, except for callers. So how's it working out? say it's been pretty good it's been a lot easier to come up with show topics we've been working with ben boyd so he's been helping when it comes to uh, booking guests and he's been great at doing that but when carol and such she's so good at just knowing people so she's Mm -hmm. been able to hook up with some people i think bo too has been uh recently talking to some of these different you know police departments and things so i think everyone has their own little corner of expertise of the people that they know and their connections. And it makes it really easy because when you put a three hour show together and you have three or four guests already booked coming into it, it makes it a lot easier. And then we have the newsroom we can talk to. We've had Kevin clean on the last two days. We have sports. We have you know Tom Ackerman or Kevin Wheeler, someone that can hop on. And when you add all of that together and then even the segments where there's no guests there's three of us inside of the studio at any given time it could go by it goes by so quick so quick yeah i I listened most of the day on monday uh today i got busy doing my daytime job practicing laws so i didn't get to didn't get to listen to much today but on monday i thought the show was extremely smooth because again you had to transition from being a, a solo person for four hours to interacting with two other hosts. So you're finding that to be uh, comfortable. Yeah. There was a saying that is something that I still use today in the radio industry. My very first job and my very first boss, when talking about doing things that you may feel a little nervous about, um, he said, there's a two words that you need to remember. Professionals perform. That's all I've ever thought about. Hmm. Whenever there was a time I thought, you know, how's this going to turn out? Am I going to do this the right way or whatever? Um, Just remember, professionals perform. When it's time to do it, you just got to do it. And I think it's been like that during the daytime show. I will admit, I, I didn't know exactly how I would feel for the first show. I didn't feel nervous at all. And I told my wife that. I said, why? why don't you think I feel nervous? Because Carol and Bo, they felt nervous. Bo, you know, when we were practicing some uh, different shows, he said he felt the butterflies. Same thing with Carol was a little nervous. Mm. But I didn't feel nervous at all during all of this. I don't know why. I think it's because of the old two words, professionals perform, carries you through a lot. Sure. Well, I will tell you that just from my perspective as as a layman, and I was listening again on Monday, it did not sound like a first show. In other words, I, I was imagining that there would be, you know, some issues with with uh, uh, throwing the conversation back to different folks. And it just felt very natural. It felt very uh, it, it felt like we were sitting in a family room uh, having a drink and, and just having a conversation about the issues of the day. It felt very natural. It felt like you guys have been doing this for a long time. And uh, it's definitely something that I'm going to be working into my daytime routine. Oh, that's great. We're looking forward to it, and it's another change where you could be preempted because of Cardinals baseball, and tonight it's the opposite. You were called in because of Cardinals baseball (laughs) being preempted, and I know tomorrow's going to be a doubleheader, but I think on Thursday, are you still going to be coming in and doing a show? Yeah, I will be. I was uh, planning on Thursday night, and I've got some interviews lined up for Thursday night. I wasn't planning on tonight, but after I polished off my uh, second basket of chips at the uh, Mexican restaurant, and I got the text that the Cardinals game was canceled. I came in. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you said it. You said uh, professionals perform, but 
since apparently there were no professionals available, they called me. <laughs> so what's on the what's on tap then for the rest of the week? Uh, can you give us kind of a preview of what we'll be hearing on St. Louis Talks uh, later yeah, on so in the week? We do have some pretty high-profile guests. So Mayor Tashar Jones is going to join us uh, on Friday. We're going to have her on. In fact, uh, because of her schedule, we're going to record it on Thursday, and then we're going to play it back on Friday. We also have Andy Cohen, St. Louis native and a big uh, advocate for St. Louis that's sure. going to join us on Friday as well. So a couple of big ones in, in, on the show tomorrow. Um, let's see. I got to look at the schedule. That's the thing. I don't put the schedule together. That's one of the big changes. At night, I knew everything at all times that were what was going to happen. But when it's more hands-off for uh, for me, when thanks to Ben Boyd, I haven't been doing much of that. So I'd have to look at the, the schedule for tomorrow, but I know we have a big show. Well, what I find fascinating, and you got into a little bit of this on Monday's show, but since 1994, we've had predominantly, if not exclusively, national politics issues with Rush Limbaugh from 1994 until last Friday. And now it takes a whole new focus as of this Monday. Yeah, it really has. Two days in, doesn't seem like it, but two days in. And it's also weird driving into work again and realizing and just being reminded of how terrible the drivers of St. Louis are. Every, <laughs> everywhere you look, terrible. And my wife said, because uh, whenever we drive around, she's just in awe that I've had to adapt to St. Louis style in order to keep up when it comes to driving. So it's not like anywhere else. Anywhere else you can drive like a normal person. But here, mm -hmm. it's almost like to keep up, you have to drive like a maniac. So I've had to adapt my style because of that. And I'm reminded every single day driving in and out of uh, downtown St. Louis that my style has changed. You're, in what in what way has your style changed? Because you've become more driving like a maniac than what you. Because people in Indiana or people in Michigan, they don't drive like maniacs there, do they? Oh, Michigan, sure. They're not as aggressive. So in in Michigan, you can get away with like if you're driving on any interstate and you know you're in the city, mm -hmm. you're probably going twenty over. You know, if if, if it says fifty five, <laughs> you're probably going seventy seventy five. Sure. In Michigan, the speed limit starts at 75. <laughs> so so it's the speed limits are lower here. So you're probably going, you know, easily 85 in a lot of these freeways. And that's the thing. People don't think twice about it. So they drive faster, but they're not as aggressive. Here, they drive fast, but they're super aggressive. And half of the time, they're not... Uh, legal so you look and there's no plates or expired plates or anything on there who knows if these cars are uh, you know registered to them or not and that's a whole different story because you know that if something bad were to happen they're gone like yep. they're not waiting oh, around sure, sure. Yeah. so that's a that's the big difference here it's just the the knowing that at any given time someone could slam you or worse and you'll never see him again well Putting back on my attorney hat for a moment, Ryan, let me give you two pieces of advice. Advice point number one, make sure that you increase your uninsured motorist coverage on your, on your, <laughs> in your insurance policy. It's dirt cheap. It'll cost you 20 bucks a year and you'll get a hundred or $300,000 of insurance coverage on your underinsured motorist coverage. It'll cost you nothing. It's one good lunch at, uh, at Joya's. Okay. So that's what you need to do first. Secondly, if you're practicing aggressive driving a little too much and St. Louis's finest pulls you over, 
I'm there for you, my friend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't know you dealt with that. Oh, Someone yeah. had a legal question. They called into the show today. Can I ask you that legal question? Well, you can. We're going to go take a break right now. Can you hang on through the break? Uh, maybe I'll text it to you because it's not that important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll push this break off. Make it fast. What's your legal okay. question? We were talking about a story where a woman mowed her neighbor's lawn because she thought it would be nice. They just had a baby. And then people were very upset. They said, you can't mow someone's lawn without asking them, which I agree. You can't mow someone's lawn without asking them. So someone called in and said, the reason, the real reason you don't want someone mowing your lawn is because then they could sue you for the money. And I thought, you know what? If if you give an unsolicited service, there is no expectation of payment for there. And they cannot they cannot expect that the courts are going to force you to pay them for that service. But he was adamant. He said, yes, they can. So what do you think about situations like that? Well, two things. First of all, and by the way, I'll be sending you my bill. Uh, two, <laughs> two things. And, and I bill at 300 bucks an hour, so you'll be getting my bill. Uh, two, two things. First of all, no, you cannot bill them just for mowing their yard. You can't do that if you're doing it as a courtesy, if it's not requested. But secondly, and what I think is the larger issue, is if you were if you were the neighbor who's mowing someone's yard, and as you're pushing the lawnmower and you step in a hole, and all of a sudden, you know, you, your nickname becomes Stubby because your foot goes into the lawnmower, you mm-hmm. could actually sue the homeowner because of a defect in the property, even if you were there as a courtesy to help out your neighbor in terms of mowing their yard. So while you couldn't charge them, I do think that there could be a premises liability action if there was some sort of defect in the property that caused you to, you know, lose a foot or something while you're mowing the yard. Yep. That's uh, probably the bigger threat. Well, it pays and sometimes it doesn't pay to be nice. In this case, it doesn't pay to be nice. Well, it may or may not pay to be nice, but if there's litigation, the lawyers always get paid. And my (laughs) wife says that's the best part. (laughs) <laughs> of Ryan Recker, well, the new host of St. Louis Talks, co-host with Carol Daniel and uh, Bo Matthews on every day here on Camel X from 11 to 2. Ryan, thanks for uh, 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 prying yourself away from your family uh, during the evening. Well, thank you, Brad, for bringing me on. It feels weird doing this, honestly, but thank you for doing it. My pleasure, my friend. Make sure you tune in every day from 11 to 2. Ryan, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. This is Brad Young at your service on Camo X. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Get the inside story on what's happening with your St. Louis Cardinals this season directly from the Redbirds manager. It's the Mike Schilt Show. Sunday mornings at 10.15. Sponsored by Bath Fitter. On your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. Welcome back to Camo X at your service. Brad Young sitting in this evening. And uh, thanks for staying up late. I will tell you, that was a fun interview with Ryan Recker. And if you've listened to St. Louis Talks, if you've got some uh, feedback on that show, give us a call. 314-436-7900. Call or text. And speaking of texts, I I did find it funny that uh, somebody texted in and uh, talking about, you know, that Ryan is now at home during the evenings. Uh, He's working during the day. He gets to stay at home with his family. Someone texted in, Ryan at home during the evenings, kid number three coming in hot. So, yes, that could be an announcement uh, in the next uh, few months. Uh, If you want to take a bet on that, I I might want to take that bet about whether we'll see record child number three. (laughs) Now that Ryan is going to be home uh, during the week, we'll have to see about that. But uh, I wanted to bring in producer extraordinaire uh, Mike Anderson because during the break, we have some fabulous conversations during the break. And, and Mike, you were making some comment after we were talking about the mowing someone's lawn. And what, what was your comment? I your... can't stand you lawyers. <laughs> now, don't hide your feelings, Mike. Tell me what you really think. Well, I just hate when you find you know a little stipulation that puts blame on an innocent person. Like in the scenario mm-hmm. where... Someone owns a house. Maybe there's a hole in their yard. Maybe they like that hole being there. Yeah. Neighbor trips in it, and now they're in trouble. I, I cannot stand when, when these made up laws place blame on innocent people. I I can't stand it. So that's that's <laughs> that's why one of the scenarios where I don't like lawyers. I I I understand. Listen, I get it. Uh, there's there's a good reason for that. But I will tell you now. You're gonna you're gonna agree with my dad. My dad was a coal miner. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Southern Illinois, first person in my family to ever go to college. So um, I, my dad, my dad and I are sitting out on the back porch of his house years ago. We're sitting back there, and he had a refrigerator on his back deck. 
Yes. Have I told you the story before? A couple times. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Well, I'll make it fast for folks who haven't heard it. I like the it. story. I like but the story. Maybe if you've been, folks have, maybe haven't heard it. So my dad, when dad and I are sitting back there, and the kids were stealing beer out of his refrigerator. So my coal miner electrician dad turns to me and he says, hey, Brad, I got, I got a plan here. I got I already got it all worked out. I want to put a plate air on, on the ground in front of the refrigerator. <laughs> And I'm going to wire this up with 220 up to the handle. So when any of them blankety-blank kids try to steal my beer out of the refrigerator, then they're going to get their butts fried when they grab that. And so he was going to electrocute children. I love it. Who were stealing his beer. And I said, Dad, you can't, you, you can't electrify children who are stealing your beer. They're going to sue you. Well, they couldn't be that young if they were stealing beer. Well, you know, kids in my hometown in Southern Illinois, they're drinking beer in grade school. Okay, well, then so they're, they're ready to get electrocuted. <laughs> if so, you grow fast in one way, you're, you grow fast the other. That's two. right. So I told him, I said, you can't do that, Dad. You're, they're going to get sued if you cook some kid for stealing your Budweiser. But you, you're, you would be in the firm camp with my dad that how could he be sued for protecting his own property when people are stealing beer out of his fridge? Yeah, and you said 220. I'm not an electrician. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure he knew how to keep it low enough to where it wasn't going to electrify somebody. Well, no, <laughs> you know, two, uh, regular household current is 110. But he was going to put 220 in it because he said, I really want to get their attention. So if you, if you <laughs> take it back, <laughs> if you, if you stick a fork in, a, in an outlet, okay, that's 110 volts. Okay. But he wanted to hook up 220. Yeah. And so then when I posed this. That might this, be a little too far. Yeah, well, then when I told him, you can't do that, he said, well, then I'll just do 110. All right. So he, he was kind of backing off to say, it'll just, you know, shock him into. Uh, uh, making sure they don't steal my beer any longer, but I just said you can't you you can't do that. Somebody's going to sue. But uh, uh, but still, I I see your point that if you're protecting your own property in that circumstance, why should you get sued? But there's lots of cases. In fact, I think one night we did uh, you be the lawyer. Uh, one night this was uh, months and months ago where I talked about a case recently where a, a guy got killed trying to break into someone's establishment to steal. He was coming in and he got electrocuted trying to break into the building and and his family sued and got big money and uh and that's when the first time i really heard you vent on those darn lawyers yeah and you always hear about the i don't know if this actually happened once i feel like it happened but it's always the the scenario that people bring up now is the burglar that breaks into your kitchen and falls on a knife and then sues the family whose house he broke into you know which everyone Everyone with common sense realizes that he should not have a case in that scenario. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then you lawyers come into play. <laughs> I like how you group me. Listen, my entire practice is defending these kinds of lawsuits. But no, no, no. In Mike Anderson's you're mind, friends. I am all in that group. It doesn't matter. If you advertise on a bus, you're friends with Brad Young. Hey, why do you, why do you think I stay close to you, Brad? <laughs> That is really funny. Well, we also had a funny text. I got somebody texting in saying they're going to bet 10 bucks on Mrs. Wrecker being pregnant by July. So uh, we've already got a bet for that. So uh, 10 bucks that Mrs. Wrecker is pregnant by July. So I don't, I'm going to have to gingerly raise that uh, issue with Ryan the, the next time, <clears throat> the next time that we get a chance to talk about it. But, you know, speaking of lawyers, I will tell you, and uh, uh, you heard uh, at the top of the, of the show this, this evening with the news with uh, Sean Michael Lyle talking about Kim Gardner 
facing professional a misconduct probe. And the story, if you want some of the details, is apparently, and again, this story is just breaking, so I don't have all of the news, but uh, the chief disciplinary counsel for the state of Missouri, and this is the person that that investigates all bar complaints against all of these, you know, dirty, nasty, evil attorneys, as Mike Anderson phrased it. Uh, uh, the person that investigates those has found probable cause that St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner committed professional misconduct after complaints were made by the legal team representing, you remember him, former Governor Eric Greitens and now uh, Senate candidate Eric Greitens. So it's interesting, before the show started this evening, I only had a few minutes to to uh, get ready for the show tonight because of the cancellation of the Cardinals game. But I did place a call to an attorney that I know, Michael Downey, and I asked him for a, a comment. And he said, well, I can't comment because I'm involved with this case. So apparently, and again, I'm speculating, all Michael Downey said was that he was involved with a case and he could comment no further, and that was the end of our conversation. But it would appear that he's in this case representing uh, Kim Gardner, or at least in some aspect of it. So uh, maybe he's been on the other side. I don't know. He wouldn't disclose that, but he is involved in the case. The point being is that Michael Downey is an extremely sharp attorney, and uh, and this is his focus, is issues involving attorney misconduct. I'm really sorry that there has to be that as a specialty when it comes to the law practice that what do you do all day? Oh, I represent attorneys who are being charged with ethical misconduct, but that's actually an area of practice. And Michael Downey is the best in Missouri, uh, bar none, at least from my perspective. But what's interesting is we don't exactly know the nature of the allegations against Kim Gardner. Now, when we come back from this break, I'm going to give you two possible scenarios Again, my speculation, because there's been no official comment uh, either from Kim Gardner's office or from the state of Missouri Chief Disciplinary Counsel, Alan Pratzel, his office. So we're left to speculate. If you don't give us facts, we're left to speculate. So I'm going to give you my two possible scenarios of why Kim Gardner is under investigation for ethical misconduct. And also I'm going to talk about what are the ramifications if she is found guilty of some ethical misconduct as a result of this investigation. If you've got some thoughts on Kim Gardner's job as the city, uh, the circuit attorney for the city of St. Louis, I would like to hear it. 314-436-7900, call or text Brad Young. Overnight America, what used to be Overnight America, now we're calling it At Your Service on KMOX. We'll be right back. Keep pace with the latest locally. Ask your smart speaker to play KMOX. Hey, Brad Young at your service. I don't think it's any accident that uh, Mike Anderson played bumper music, Money, Money, when we're talking about lawyers and misconduct. I just don't think that's an accident. Just a guess, you know, I don't have any, I don't want to sling accusations at Mike Anderson, just a guess. Uh, if you're going to talk about money, money, then it's probably talking about lawyers. Speaking of lawyers, uh, I mentioned before the break that, uh, that Kim Gardner is being investigated by the chief disciplinary counsel for the state of Missouri. Now, the, the counsel, at least as of right now, I just checked the website a few moments ago, they have not disclosed 
the nature of the investigation into Kim Gardner. Now, of course, if you watched 60 Minutes a few weeks ago, there was this 20-minute puff piece talking about how great the job she's doing and how everyone's just not letting her do the work that she needs to do. Uh, And it was truly a puff piece. I mean, it was like uh, a Little League t-ball in terms of the the hardness of the pitches being thrown uh, at Kim Gardner during that interview, which is amazing because any other time, you know, 60 minutes is hard hitting and they, they want to get to the, the, the down and dirty of what someone's doing. But boy, this one was all, you know, questions like uh, Kim Gardner, if you were a tree, what would you be? Uh, You know, what's your idea of a perfect date? I mean, those are like, okay, I'm being a little facetious, uh, and, of course, if you've ever watched Miss Congeniality, you know that your idea of a perfect date is, uh, I think it's April 25th. And for those who have seen that movie, it's funny. If you've never seen the movie, you're not laughing. So, uh, but in any event, with Kim Gardner, I'm thinking there's two there's two bases for uh, these investigations into Kim Gardner in terms of ethical misconduct. And I think that the first basis could be, and again, let me state, this is... Brad Young speculation. I don't know. No one's told us. It's not been publicly released. Kim Gardner is not talking. I spoke with someone who's involved with this case, Michael Downey. He wouldn't comment one way or the other. He wouldn't even disclose uh, whom he's representing. So I don't know. But from my perspective, there's two main areas where Kim Gardner could be investigated for ethical misconduct. And the first deals with William Tisby. You remember him? William Tisby was the investigator that Kim Gardner hired to investigate uh, Eric Greitens because she didn't trust the St. Louis Police Department. So it's really interesting that she talks about how she is, there's this animosity that the police have towards her, but in the first big case that she investigated, she goes outside of the office and brings someone else in because she did not trust St. Louis police. And that sure is a way to build trust with the police department, isn't it? By telling them, hey guys, really, I want us to get along. Police department, I want us to, you know, fight crime together. We're on the same side. So, oh, by the way, biggest case of my career so far, I'm not leaving it to you guys. I'm going to bring somebody else in. Yeah, that's a way to really build trust and establish a relationship with the St. Louis police department. Regardless, William Tisby, Uh, was taking notes, and uh, he was taking notes when they interviewed the woman who made the allegations against Eric Greitens. Now, when the Greitens team subpoenaed those notes, uh, William Tisby said, I didn't take any notes. And he said that under oath that he did not take any notes. Later, there was video, because this was a videotaped conference. The video showed up and demonstrated William Tisby was taking notes. And who was sitting literally five inches away from William Tisby in the video? None other than your friend and mine, Kim Gardner. So at that point, Kim Gardner has an ethical duty under the rules of professional conduct in Missouri because she put forward pleadings and discovery in the state of Missouri stating that William Tisby had no notes and could not produce documents pursuant to the request by the Greitens legal team. She had a legal and an ethical responsibility and, dare I say, a duty to report that mistake 
to the court when she was made aware of it. But she didn't do it. She did not take any steps to correct the record. So that could be one element of the possible or one element of the actual investigation into ethics, potential ethics violations on the part of Kim Gardner as the St. Louis circuit attorney. The second area that may be the focus of this investigation, and again, I want to stress may because we don't know exactly what the allegations are because the state disciplinary council has not released that information yet. But there was something I've talked about this consistently since the Eric Greitens case was resolved. I haven't heard anyone else discussing this, but in with regard to a circuit attorney, just like any government official, you cannot receive anything of value in exchange for the discharge of your official duties. Let me put it in a very simple way. If, if you go to the mayor of your city and say, you know what, hey, Mayor Jones, and of course I'm being facetious, but Mayor Jones, you know, the trash pickup by my house every day, just or once a week, doesn't come at the time that I want it to. And if you could change that time to an hour later during the morning, listen, I'll give you a hundred bucks. In fact, I'll give you a hundred bucks a month if you make sure that the trash pickup it comes at a time that I specify. You can't do that. That's bribing a government official. So how does this apply to Kim Gardner? Well, when Kim Gardner agreed to dismiss the criminal charges against Eric Greitens, she did something that I have never heard of in any political situation dealing with a prosecuting attorney or a circuit attorney. She did this. She asked and demanded that Eric Greitens sign a personal release of liability, releasing her from any liability for prosecutorial misconduct, personal liability, in exchange for the dropping of the charges, the criminal charges, against Eric Greitens. Now, from my perspective, she has received something of personal value, a personal release of liability, in exchange for the discharge of her official duties with regard to the prosecution or the dismissal of charges against Eric Greitens. So in that sense, it's really conceptually no different than slipping $100 to the mayor and asking him for more favorable trash pickup. You're receiving something of value in exchange for the discharge of your official duties. So I don't know whether that is the focus of this disciplinary investigation into Kim Gardner or whether it deals with William Tisby. All I do know is, is that she is being investigated and we don't know exactly what the results of that investigation will be or even when they will be given. But what I do know is this. Under Missouri Revised Statutes, Section 56.410, you can look it up yourself. Under those statutes in Missouri, if Kim Gardner is suspended, if her law license is suspended for this or for any reason, then under Missouri law, she is ineligible to continue to be the circuit attorney in the city of St. Louis. And if that happens, under Missouri statute, section 56.410, when that happens or if that happens, then the governor is empowered to appoint her successor as the circuit attorney in the city of St. Louis. So if this investigation reveals misconduct to the point where her bar license is either suspended or revoked, in the event that happens, I'm not saying it will 
I'm not predicting that it will. I don't know. But in the event that it could happen, at that point in time, Governor Parson would be legally empowered to appoint a successor to Kim Gardner as the circuit attorney for the city of St. Louis. How would that impact the McCloskey prosecution? How would that impact the rampant crime that we're dealing with in the city of St. Louis? How would that deal with the record number of murders that are occurring in the city of St. Louis? I don't think it could get any worse. Brad Young at your service. We'll be back right after this message. Don't go away on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.